what up, everybody? We got a big, juicy podcast to get into. Week four of the NFL season. Some games just just happened. A big week in the NFL. Some turning points of some teams. Maybe going uphill, maybe going downhill. First off, Jake, what were your thoughts on some teams? Well, one team that really stood out to me is the Buffalo Bills. Let's start off with them. They beat the Atlanta Falcons. They go to 3-1, and one, and they look pretty good in that game. Yeah, I mean, they shut down a very, very good offensive Falcons team, making Matt Ryan throw two picks, and I wasn't happy about that because Matt Ryan's my quarterback in fantasy, so that really, that really didn't help anything, so thanks a lot, Matt. But the Bills really looked good on both ends of the ball, and they really you know, improving their record and their season as they're 3-1 and one now. So, I mean, Tyron Taylor didn't really do that much. LaShawn McCoy didn't really do that much. How about Charles Clay? But Charles the Clay, end. the tight end, with 112 yards receiving, and they just really dominated that game, and they had control the whole time. So You know, I don't really know if this Atlanta team will be the same moving forward they lost Mohamed Sanu and Julio Jones in that game to right. injury. I mean, two of your top receivers just gone. So, and Matt Ryan didn't look good at all. Yeah, I, mean, I you know, some something might be up with him. I don't know what it is exactly, but it doesn't really look the same. Yeah. Well, Matt Ryan's my quarterback, but my other quarterback, Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans, boy, what a show that he put up on Sunday. I mean, that was an absolute clinic. Yeah, I mean, rookie records everywhere. Four touchdowns for 100 or 283 yards. And that's only four passing touchdowns. He right. also added a rushing touchdown. Absolutely. I mean, Texans put up 57 points. That's a franchise record. 57 points. I don't that's think That's unheard of in I've, today's NFL. I don't think I've ever seen an NFL team put up more than you know, 50. You, you see college teams putting up big numbers, but when do you see professional football team, you know, just exploding. Yeah, I mean, the defense looked very well, you know, to add on to a great performance. Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. This might be a turning point in his season. 75 yards rushing with a touchdown. You know, fantasy owners really like to see that. Right, and then you look at DeAndre Hopkins with 10 receptions, getting the ball a lot, and 107 yards and a touchdown as well. A lot of things to look forward, or a lot of things that, you know, the Texans have going in their direction. So, props to the Texans. And how about the Los Angeles Rams? Shutting down the Cowboys. What a big win for them. I mean, first off, who expected the Cowboys to go 2-2 two and two at this point of the year? Everyone thought they would be 4-0, especially with Dak and Zeke. So, but the Rams have been look. Nobody thought the Rams would look good. Yeah. Youngest coach in the NFL, are you kidding me? Yeah, the Rams are looking great thus far in the season. You know, Jared Goff performing amazing. Yeah. You know, Todd Gurley, he... Obviously. What an animal. Yeah. Maybe the MVP of this season. Oh, he, he sure could look like that, especially with the receiving that he's been doing. I mean, fantasy owners, you got to love the rushing. I have Todd Gurley on my team, and he, you know, just Todd Gurley himself is, is keeping me in every game. Right. Add him to not even the rushing, but the receiving. I mean, there's not many backs out there that can be a dual threat when it comes to Rushing and receiving. He led the t- the whole team and, re- and both. rushing and receiving. I mean, that's crazy. That's the offense right there. Jared Goff has got to be really happy to have a guy like what him. What about on his Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup, you know, putting on a show again. Really a breakout year for Cooper Cup. Five catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. He's been having a good season as well. 
Cowboys kind of looking a little sluggish to start out this year, but yeah, not. not not really looking themselves. But I have no doubt that they'll that they'll turn around and get it going. I'm sure. Now, how about the Carolina Panthers? They I go mean, into Foxborough ooh. and tear apart that New England Patriots defense. What about Cam Newton with two twenty twenty two for twenty nine with over three hundred yards passing and three touchdowns? How did he look? I mean, what a beast! Finally, it's taken him a couple games, but. He looked you know, really this bad. could be the start yeah. of something special for Cam Newton. Right. You know, he he's a, he's always one to keep his head up, you know, have total faith in his team, and that's that's showing right now. Right. I mean, he looked really bad throughout, you know, the rest the three weeks prior. But this week, week four, he really stepped it up. And especially, you know, with his two top receivers, Calvin Benjamin and Devin Funches. Michigan man right Michigan there. Michigan man right there. Devin Funches, seven catches for 70 yards and, and two touchdowns. two scores. That's big. And then Calvin Benjamin not having a bad day himself, 104 yards with four receptions, averaging 26 receptions. So Panthers are 3-1. and one. You know, look, the, the three games before, they weren't looking good. They were, like, barely winning, ugly games. But they really stepped it up against the Patriots, so look out for the Panthers. I or I can't I can't wait to see what they got in the future. So what about the Seattle Seahawks? Oh they go gosh. out there on Sunday night football and absolutely dismantle the Indianapolis Colts. Forty six eighteen, another high scoring game. Right. I mean let's just look at Russell Wilson's stats to start things off. He was twenty one from twenty six. He only missed five, five. passes, Just, and those could have been the receiver's right. fault. I don't even care if you're throwing to a guy with nobody, uh, an invisible defense. If you throw twenty six times and you complete twenty one passes, that's impressive. Let alone eleven guys coming at you. That's also impressive. So, and two hundred ninety five yards. Wait, he had two picks, but he also had two touchdowns. So, and they got the dub. So it's you know, all good. I think the difference. And this game was Seattle's rushing attack. So balanced with Eddie Lacy, Chris Carson, obviously Russell Wilson, the man himself, J.D. McKissick. You know, a lot of weapons and options in that running attack. And not to mention, that just opens the field for the receivers. Right. I mean, when you got so many weapons, it's really hard for defensive, you know, teams to have a scheme for, to, you know, kind of figure out what's going on. I mean... The Seahawks have a lot coming at you, so never easy to plan for that. Yeah, great week for the Seahawks. Expect them to keep it going, really keep the pedal to the metal. Yeah, I, th- I for sure think so. But, you know, my, or I'm sorry, our Detroit Lions, you know, winning again. I can't believe they that. They should be 4-0 right now. The Lions are so good. People, they are for real. Yeah, I mean, let me let me just, let, let me just, Clear some. Th- I have to say some. The game last week against the Falcons. All let right, me just say, talk let about me that? just say some. Golden Tate was down. I don't care what anyone says. He was, but there was still one second. They had eleven seconds on the clock. I saw that with my own eyes. Golden Tate was touched at like the six-inch yard line. I'm sorry, Jake. I don't even know. You if can he disagree. Was down. You can disagree with that, but I I think he was down, and the refs did too. But he there was still one second left on the clock. All right. We didn't have an opportunity to, you know, make our own podcast dedicated to specifically that Detroit Lions-Atlanta Falcons game. So let's take a minute here. This game was absolutely ridiculous. The Detroit Lions should be 4-0 right now. And once again, the refs manage to just screw over the Lions. 
You think Golden Tate was down? I absolutely. I mean, I he, personally, I don't know if he was down or not. But the fact of the matter is, if the refs got the call right in the first place and called him down, there's the Lions would have left. had time to get off another play. Then you're on the one yard line. One second left. I mean, no, not with one second left. They they call him down. They get the play right initially. We would have had what was it? Eight seconds. To get a playoff, and Matthew Stafford most likely would have been able to punch it in. And that's putting the Detroit Lions well, that, that, that at 4-0. T- that would have been a 10-second runoff. That's Not if they got the call right in the first place. What, what do you mean? Because like, he would have been down. And but if they called him down, the, the clock would have continued. There would have been no time for a runoff. No, I think they would, they would have reviewed it, and then they would have ran it off because it would have been a challenge. Then there would be one second left. I don't know. We're 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 bickering over something that already happened. Either way, I'm I'm pissed. Either way, the, the Lions always get hurt by the refs. Yeah, I it's mean, not even the other team. The Atlanta Falcons did not beat the Lions. The Lions came away with the W in yeah. that game. This it was absolutely ridiculous. And trust me, folks, this is not the first time that this has happened to the Lions. Twice against the Seahawks, Cowboys, Packers. The Bears with Calvin Johnson. So many times. I just can't believe it. You can go on and on. And against the Packers, Devin Taylor with the face mask. You remember yeah. that? Um, and the next play, what happens? Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. What are the odds? I mean, only If the refs lies. can just get it right in the first place, the Lions have the respect of so many more people. And can, yeah. it's just amazing. You know, well, it, really, it really gets me going. Really gets your goat? Yeah. Well... Well, getting into that Lions game, Matt Stafford really didn't throw for that many yards. He hasn't really been throwing for that many yards all year, but he's very efficient, doesn't turn the ball over. The Lions play very smart. I can't believe I'm saying this. The Lions play smart. They don't turn over. That I don't think I've ever said that. The Lions are playing very clean football. Amir Abdullah, you know, pounding the ground game, 94 yards and a touchdown. Marvin Jones... Mm, receiving game really wasn't really there, but the, but they're getting everybody involved. Marvin and Jones, TJ Darren Fells, Darren Fells, you know every everybody's getting involved. Everybody's getting touches. You know Golden Tate, nothing special, but no. you know they right. they did what they needed to do. They they play clean football. That's that's the difference between the Lions this year and previous years. So really excited to see what the Lions got. You know they they definitely have a legit shot. Yeah, especially with that they, looking into this year, they looked at. They could be 0-4 right now because that schedule looked very brutal. So we should be all, all Lions fans should be very pleased with themselves at this point of the year. All right, let's go to the other side. How about the teams that just looked absolutely horrendous? Okay, well, I could name a a lot of teams right off the bat, but I got to start things off with the team that scored zero points in the Miami Dolphins. I mean, the Seattle, or I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints defense is probably the 32nd worst defense in the NFL. So, for you to put up zero points... That's just a disappointment, Miami. Um, I'm sorry. Who is their quarterback again? Is it Jay Cutler? I think it's Jay Cutler. I think it's Jay Cutler. Yeah. I saw the Miami Dolphins running Wildcat because Jay Cutler is so bad. Okay? So bad. I mean, it's a shame that people in England had to see Jay Cutler. I mean... You know, they book, they schedule these games in London, you know, to put on a show for the fans. Give them something special to watch. You know, yeah, I mean, they don't have a team there. They're looking for something exciting. 
You really think Jay Cutler is going to bring that to the table? Absolutely not. He's a he's he's garbage. His QBR was nine point six. That is oh my single digits. Anything? Jay, anything? What are you doing? Yeah, anything below like forty is like horrendous. So single digits QBR is unheard of. Bad. That's it's that bad. Oh jeez, Jay. Jay Ajayi didn't really do anything. Yeah, the I two, mean, the two Jays are just non-existent. Not, no, I mean the offensive line. Made the they made the Saints look like they were the best defense in the in the NFL and Saints D is notorious for being the worst. So yeah. what the hell is going on in what, New Orleans? What a, what a disappointment in uh, Miami. I mean, gosh, where do you? They're they're simply more capable of, of right. I mean, doing better. You Just, have you have a top. You have a arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL. Give him the ball. Don't give it to your lousy quarterback. What about little short passing game with Jarvis, Jarvis Landry? Landry and Devontae Parker? I mean, those are two decent receivers that you have there. And J.H.I., I mean, what are you doing? Just give him the ball. I'm, I don't understand. But And another team that really disappointed us is the New England Patriots. They have, are 500 this year. Two and two. I mean, let's just— When was the last time that we could say that about the New England I, Patriots? I mean, well, okay, first off, we can't blame Tom Brady— Tom Brady this year looks like he could be the MVP quite easily. He had th- 307 yards, two touchdowns, a QBR of 80.2, very good, no picks, very smart decision making, doing what he does. No, I, I, I think you can't you can't put the blame on Tom Brady's shoulders. It's very unfair to do. Personally, it, the Carolina Panthers just straight up outplayed the Patriots in this in this match, but. For me, it was the New England defense that just didn't get the job done. They just they looked like Swiss cheese out there. Yeah, they were running through them. There was holes everywhere. You know, not a very good defensive line performance. Cam Newton had a lot of time. Wasn't brought down that many times. And actually, I don't think Cam Newton was sacked. Or Okay, he was sacked three times, but there wasn't many. There wasn't much pressure other than those three times, you know, being... Cam had a lot of time, and he had a lot of weapons, and the, he was open. A lot of guys were open, so very, very poor yeah. game. Yeah, the performance out of the Patriots D. Yeah, the Patriots they they have to turn it around if they want to get back to where they I were. I think they will. You know, I they most likely will. But four games into the season, you're a quarter through. Yeah, I mean. Gotta step it up. Gotta gotta be better than that. And another team that we have high expectations for are the Tennessee Titans. I mean, another two and two team that just they're not getting the job done. They have the talent. I mean, Marcus Mariota. He's out with. He left the game with a hamstring injury. You know, you hate to see that. I really do. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns for forty yards. Demarco Murray didn't do anything. Derrick Henry very unimpressive so far. Receiving wise, I mean, not nothing, much of nothing, anything. Nothing really working there. Delaney Walker, arguably the best receiver on that team, didn't really do much. Eric Decker, meh. Eric Rashard Decker, Matthew. I I was expecting more out of him coming into this season. I thought he would be, you know, a fantasy gem. You know, coming into this PPR. new offense. Yeah, but doesn't no. look like that so far. But I mean, to be fair, the Texans played put on a show, but they played really bad. But and another team we got to get into. The Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they are two and two, especially with that two-headed monster that they supposedly had in Dak and Zeke. 
I mean, people were like, oh, if Zeke got suspended, this might happen. But Zeke's still playing. I mean. And Zeke's not the issue. Zeke the, isn't the issue. Dak doesn't really seem honestly, to be the issue. I don't know what the issue is on this team. Receiving-wise, receiving wise looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, Dez and They're playing Zeke, de- decent football. Right. I mean. It, they're just getting into these close games, and they're not. there's not much that they can do when oh, you yeah, get. Absolutely. You know, when you're playing against good opponents. I wouldn't be worried about the Dallas Cowboys necessarily, but they had definitely something to look out for. For sure, we had higher expectations. Yeah, I mean, speaking of high expectations, this is a team. This is this isn't a team that we were, you know, disappointed in. But the New York Jets. I mean, I just had to bring that up quickly. I'm just not going to get into it very much. But the New York Jets were, you know, they were supposed to lose every game. They weren't favored to win one. They're two and two. Congrats to the Jets. I just had to give them a little props. We can move on to. I respect the, that. We can move on to the 49ers, who are zero and four. The 49ers are so bad. I mean, just atrocious. Should we flame Brian Hoyer? Brian, Brian Hoyer with an eighteen point six QBR, with one pick, zero touchdowns. That's so bad. Gruesome, gruesome performance. Hurts my eyes to watch. The San Francisco 49ers are so bad. I mean, what first of all, 18 to 15. What an ugly score of a game. You know, the Arizona Cardinals aren't that good either. No, they lost their, you know, you masterpiece can, you, in David Johnson. Exactly. You can't put the blame on the Cardinals. They had a terrible right. injury and, you know, they're playing decent football to be 2 and 2 at this point. That's fine. That's Whatever. Okay for them. I don't yeah. care about the Arizona Cardinals right now. The San Francisco 49ers are so bad. I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to win a game soon. It by the way they've been playing. I mean, the games haven't been blowouts, but they're just they just don't even look like they belong. Their defense, you know, looks horrendous. Put them in the CFL. So, you look at their schedule so far. Panthers L, Seahawks. I mean, look at Panthers blowout. Seahawks lost by 3. Rams Lost by three. Cardinals lost by three. So these games, they're close, but I mean, they're just like if you watch it with your and the eye test, they look like they could be losing by like twenty at least. So not a very good way to start out the season. And if, it's it's not getting any man. easier. You look ahead in their schedule. They have the Rams again. They got the Redskins, the Cowboys, Cowboys Eagles, the Seahawks. Texans, you know what? San Francisco 49ers. It's all downhill. I don't even know. I mean, it's going to be downhill for a couple of years, they, guys. Yeah, yeah don't, Get don't a big hop on that band, bandwagon anytime yeah. soon. Just, just trashy. Yeah, I mean. Trashy football team. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Some The NFL week, week four, a lot of shockers. I mean, who's the biggest winner? Of this week, and who is the biggest loser? If I had to go biggest winner, I would have to go the Texans. I would agree. 57 points. I would points. agree wholeheartedly. Deshaun Watson putting up a show. Yeah, you know, you've got to be so happy if you're the Houston Texans organization. You found your quarterback for a long time. DeAndre Hopkins having the season of his career. Yeah. Lamar Miller, maybe this is where he starts to pick it up and turn into a consistent running back. Right. But... Defense just, looking just good. Just a lot well. of positives. Sharp D, so. And the biggest loser of the week. I got to go with the Dolphins. What do you think? You got the Dolphins. Biggest loser of the week, in my opinion. Probably. Uh, I can't. This is tough, but maybe the New York Giants? Yeah, 0-4. 0-4. They are better than 0-4. I mean, 
That's it, tough. I mean, they have a lot of talent. I don't. Who have they? They haven't lost anybody really. I mean, they're just playing bad. They're just they're just, playing good opponents, and I mean they lost. Cowboys been close close games. Cowboys Some, lost. Lions kind of blow out, and then the previous two barely lost to the Eagles and barely lost to the Bucks. So they could easily be two and two. So yeah, but they I agree. That's a good one. I mean, I got the Dolphins. You got the Giants. So those are some winners and losers of Week Four. Overall, it was a pretty exciting week. Very, no very. complaints. Right. You know, going into Week Five, really looking forward to this week. Mm-hmm. Going to be some great matchups and. Uh, you know, definitely something to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday. And fantasy, Thursday. Fantasy and Monday. Game. Yep. You know, fantasy football, always fun to do. So, yeah. So that, that's it for our week four recap and our thoughts and our opinions. So thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.